Road is done. Welcome to the Garage Guys NASCAR race recap presented by Boris said. Our Boris said. He said he said he said one thing to us. Sure. He actually said uh well, I think I said uh or one of us said you're one of the like the all-time road course legends and he said uh, uh I, I used to be he used so. to be. You would think of someone as a walking meme as he was would, would have had a lot more to say. I like to imagine that he was like, ah, you found my book. <laughs> Incredible. I don't know if he's going to – it would take a lot of explaining for old Boris to understand what's going on with this book. He would probably call security on us. Zane Smith is like 23 or 24, <laughs> and he – I still don't think understands the book, so – but Zane doesn't understand us. Yeah. He just understands when. Yeah. Well, to, just to talk about Boris, uh, the show is going to be about Boris said and Boris said only. No, only, only Boris. Just kidding. But he had a better finish than Kyle Larson, Kyle Busch, Chase Briscoe, Joey Logano, Kurt Busch, AJ Allmendinger. Sounds like Boris is back. Sounds like, yes, that's what I was thinking. And he had two penalties. He had two penalties, overcame those. He started dead last and finished 26th. Big shout out to the to the Boris himself, the uh, my NASCAR king Boris said. It sounds it sounds to me too like Boris is in search of sponsorship. Um, uh, I think you know he even went as far as asking if Garage Guys wanted to be on Boris's car. Well, uh, his management, yeah, what, whoever his management was, but mainly referring to I think that guy was mainly with Carl Long, and I mean I get it, man. They're a small team running a part time schedule, trying to trying to grow and. Yeah, finish like that is big for those guys, dude. I mean, P26, beating all those Joe Gibbs, Hendrick guys, Stuart Haas, give them a lot of credit for surviving and advancing all those positions. So I think that if everyone listening to this podcast like just gave like, you know, a hundred dollars, um, including us, like we could we could probably come up with about five figures and then we could just get Boris an all-white car and just road on the hood. It's all it would say, just road. I think if we sold the book of road, we could afford it. Absolutely. But we can't do that. Sorry. Shout out shout out to Zane Smith, AJ Almendinger, and Ross Chastain for all getting access to view the book of road without uh, the Dale Shades. Um, which now we're going to have to be very careful with the Dale Shades. People may start just trying to completely rob them from your face uh, when they see it, just so they can look at the Book of Road. Yeah, no, they, uh, they're not like they weren't already a hot commodity, but right uh, now, yeah, we could sell the, the we could sell the Dale Shades and probably buy ten race cars. For Boris said, "Shit, that's yeah, an idea." Just start I don't garage guys racing. Boris said, "Yeah, he's the driver." Yeah, it's it. it's so funny, Zane. I told Zane how much money I had won off of him for getting that dub, and he was like, "Sounds like you owe me a brewski." I think is what he said. Yeah, so the I like truck that guys Zane are big that. on just like like wanting you to give them money, dude. And, I feel like every truck guy in that some you bet form on. like beer or, <laughs> beer could be a currency I can work with. Yeah, shout out shout out to Dale himself. Uh, swept the trucks in Xfinity. Uh, so Saturday swept Saturday, by the way. So that was good. And then Sunday still doesn't count as a sweep unless you get the weekend. You it was a, it was weekend. a Saturday uh, dustpan. That's fine. That's it was fair. a Saturday dustpan. Like yeah, the little mini, the little mini the like handle. hand broom. Yeah, that, mm -hmm. there you go. You can well, you had, you know, like like your hands and knees. Like yeah. you did it. You got it in there. It's still a bag. Uh, but yeah, Ross Chastain came in. Uh, we were on Suarez, 
And he was looking really good in the beginning of the race, the uh, Echo Park Automotive Grand Prix. And, uh, and, and that's what we'll be talking a little bit about that. We're going to be talking, you know, just about our stay in Austin, ATX, keep Austin weird and wheeled. Um, NASCAR at CODA's Twitter account basically tried to troll Bubba, and I think Bubba clapped back. That was a pretty cool thing. To I see. didn't see that the skateboard thing. Yeah, well, no, not the skateboard thing. Like, like literally, uh, NASCAR at Koto's Twitter account came out and was just like Bubba could not keep Austin. Oh, because he had that wheel off. Yeah, yeah. and and it was just kind of like a but um tiss, you know, like the big guy from the office. Yeah, that gif. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I I heard somebody say that he may have responded and clapped back. But I hadn't seen maybe that. Maybe not. Yet. I know. He's probably too cool for that account. Maybe so, but he unfortunately he's going to lose a crew chief for four races, I believe. Yeah. Corey LaJoy already experienced it. The money team. How many wheels it. have fell, fallen off? Has there been one for each race? No, I don't think so. Not one for every race. Yeah, but not Phoenix. I don't think we had one at Atlanta, did we? We didn't have a wheel off at Atlanta. No, no wheel off at Atlanta. Yeah, so so it's getting better. Yeah. It's trending up. I think we had gone a couple races without one. I don't think we had one at Phoenix or Atlanta. So I know Justin Haley, Corey LaJoy, uh, Kaz Grala, and Bubba, and maybe someone else. But I, that's all I can remember at this moment. Too but fast. My brain is fried from keeping it wheeled slash weird in Austin. By the way, breaking news I did just see is that uh, Circuit of the Americas is building a theme park at the track. Really? With over 30 rides and two mega roller coasters that could be ready as early as next year. Fuck you, Astro World. Yeah. Welcome to Coda to World. Yeah, see you later. We don't, we're not going to Astro World to die in a mosh pit. We're going to go die. Well, we're not going to die on a roller coaster, but we're going to go have fun on a roller coaster. <laughs> they already have some, some really entertaining stuff out there, including, uh, like what zip I, I think zip lining is lame as fuck but it's it's there and some when you're like seven it. it's and, okay yeah and th they have like that big spinny thing that the broadcast showed over and over again where you're like a hundred or two hundred yeah, falling feet in the to air, your death like, i really wish you would have done that spinning with me. upside down yeah you would no have thanks. lost your fear of dying i'm not i'm not i'm not really into that kind of stuff I'm, i like water slides i like water stuff but i'm not really roller coaster theme park kind of guy you need bush gardens they also had the knights the knights of coda battling that that was on TV a lot, and I went to go check it out firsthand by accident. I what ran did you into see? Because me and you got split up during that. Okay, time. they actually were like beating the shit out of each other <laughs> with swords, dude. Like they had armor on, but they had big swords, and they're like, I don't know if they were. I mean, I'm sure they were acting when it came down to like the surviving guys, but they were hitting the shit out of each other. Like the crowd was sitting there, like, oh, like like oohs and ahs. Who hired these guys? I don't know, man. Cody Maybe. just has some wild shit going well, on. Well, look, when you're back when when the Book of Road is at stake, there's I mean, there's no telling what you might see. And obviously they were fighting over the Book of Road. But little do they know it belongs to Boris said, Zane Smith, AJ Almendinger, Ross Chastain, and the Garage Guys. The inaugural the uh class of the Book of Road we're like since the, the book has been in we're our like possession. the we're like Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring, except it's uh a nascar and a book the fellowship of the road i feel like uh, after like this entire season every driver that wins road should have to joust boris said they would lose easily because boris would just just like they just knock the shit out of them off of the horses well like any normal person would go straight boris can go right he can go left he can go right again back left and then fuck you up and then he'll be at greg biffle's house trying to beat the <laughs> shit out of him if that's a classic interview for whoever hasn't seen that. Big scaredy yeah. cat guy. 
big, big scaredy, scaredy cat, cat guy. Oh. We got we got to work on his vocabulary. Maybe well, maybe it's like, more wholesome. It was that like way. Thir- yes, absolutely with stalker vibes. It was like twelve years ago. I think either he's figured it out or he's accepted that that's how he's going to talk. I we just need to figure out if he ever did that. If like, he ever found him, he yeah, he's going to find him. I wonder. I mean, Biffle's still alive, and and, and he's racing. He's so. racing. Yeah. So now we just need to see if Boris could just do an all you know right turn race and then just you know or oh, left yeah. turn race. Oh well. He, he, fun fact. Can we catch him there. Boris said almost won at Daytona in two thousand. Six. I don't know if you knew that or not. And that is 60. like the five hundred. No, the Pepsi four hundred. He was okay. leading. He took two tires on the last stop and was leading with like two to go. And Tony Stewart passed him. I think wow. it was oh six. It was me and I remember I was ten years old in the stands and my dad was sitting there like, "There's no fucking way Boris says about to win this race at <laughs> Daytona." But he had a hell of a race and I think he finished like fourth. So that's they need to he, find a way to bring the Daytona road course back. He will win. We can talk about Borsad all day, but yeah, we, we told we you we were going to talk, talk about, about it. But. We do have to talk about what happened in this race, and it was. I've been I've been real critical of the people who. Uh, there's always people who complain about NASCAR and road courses. Like there's too much. It's ridiculous. The races are too long. They, come on, the these road course races are awesome. They're awesome last year, and with this new car, I think they're going to be even better. And we saw it. The the one issue I have is long cautions due to, you know, people stalled on track or getting stuck. That kind of sucks, and that's a, an issue with this new car. But I think those kinks will get worked out as we go, and and uh, these these road course races are just going to be awesome, man. I mean, that was one of the greatest road course finishes of all time. Three guys up there at the end, bumping and banging. You know, all systems go. Leave it out. Leave it all out on the track. It was just remarkable. It was so good. I say it was because the Book of Road was there. You can thank us for that finish. It's um, only it, shout out to everybody who did pick Ross Chastain. I get you know me and Chase didn't have him to win, but uh, top we, ten, we, yeah, top ten. We had you we had some top, top 10. ten and some Reddick top ten. That was the only bet I hit this week was Reddick top ten on Cup. So I lost. I had my work my. First bad week in a minute on Cup, but still positive on the weekend with Trucks and Xfinity. Uh, Tyler Reddick top ten. I would just ride that every single week, honestly. I'm on but, a hot streak of of double top tens. Yeah, yeah. You got Ross and and those you both at even money. I think too, right? Top ten boy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah only plus like you guys know the drill. Like I mean, I only like to bet plus odds. If it's minus odds and it's NASCAR, I don't want no part of it. That's just the way it goes sometimes. Yeah, Except like, for like the spread bets now. The spread bets right, are uh, matchups. Yeah. 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 We talked I talked about on the podcast on Thursday, William Byron plus six and a half over Kyle Larson. I mean, what a lock, dude. Yeah. Larson was a non factor. Byron was also a non factor, but Larson just like could not stay out of trouble. So um those spread bets are fun, man. Hey, you wanna know something else that hit? Uh, but due to uh, due to the wild uh, beating and banging of that last minute hit, Chase Elliott uh, minus four and a half over AJ Allmendinger. Oh, we talked it about did. it on the show. It did. Kaboom. It had no business in hitting them. No Holy business, shit. but it did. It and did. so, yeah. so there we go. Yeah. No, that's the worst. That's an awful bankrupt matchup for me. I had Allmendinger over Hamlin. I wrote about it, talked about it on Action Network. He had. I mean, there was no co- there was no competition there. I mean, Denny struggled, had problems with steering, just like we talked about in the racing space. Big fade Hamlin day, yeah, and it worked out that but, way. But I did correct. say, I did say, I, I didn't understand why y'all were hating so much. But it was 
literally, like, what happened is AJ has nothing to lose, right? So it's like if he's up there, shit like that can happen. And yeah, then, he's going for wins and wins only. It's just yep, chop suey. It's crazy though because that in that turn where he spun, all like there had to be gravel in that one area. If he spins and doesn't get in that gravel, he's gonna get going and and finish the race. Absolutely, but because he got stuck in that sand or gravel, whatever the whatever that shit is that is a basically a, a trap and it slows the cars down so they don't violently bagged gravel the walls and stuff from Home Depot. Yeah, he got stuck in there, and that is why that matchup did not hit. I would have had a, po- a slightly positive day if that matchup had hit. Denny Hamlet had no business beating AJ Allmendinger, but that's the way it goes sometimes. But you know, shout out to Trackhouse and Ross Chastain. What a oh what God. a ridiculous moment! I love Ross Chastain now. Like if you guys have gotten to take some time to go look at, uh, we obviously we had some content up yesterday. Um, I've got him a video of him on Garage Guys where he was sma- he smashed the watermelon after the burnout was and then just to see him reacting I mean like obviously a first Cup Series win is going to be super emotional and amazing but for a guy that's not known for road courses to go and win at one of the most I guess you would say prestigious road courses now on the schedule. Um, and how excited he was and, and watching Justin Marks and him. Pitbull literally is in Miami somewhere yelling Dolly and looking for a plane like a taxi, like Dolly. And it came and picked him up, and he was on his way there too. But it was just an amazing thing. Like I, Not even having the money on him, just seeing the garage fam cash big. Uh, had some DFS lines with Ross that, that did really well. And then to see his celebration just of winning the thing itself, the whole team, it really is like a family, like the organization being a new team in it. And now they're in the fucking playoffs. And it's like, wow. See, all right, here's something I want to point out. And everybody, like, this is the whole you're in the playoffs if you win is complete BS right now. Complete BS. I'm tired of people saying that because if more than 16 drivers win in the regular season, then if you you can win a race and not make the playoffs. True, but and we have six different winners in six races. True, but technically, like you know, that's like the the quote unquote like oh you win you you, you get can in. go to the playoffs because you know? they don't they never expect twenty you know twenty drivers to win in twenty six races, which right. historically never happens, and it could happen big this year. But yeah, with the parity we've seen, uh, the equalizer we've seen. I mean, we gotta assume. That Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlin and Martin Truex at some point are going to get in victory lane, right? Uh, you got to assume Chase Elliott is going to get in victory lane. And then you got guys like Tyler Reddick and Daniel Suarez that are both knocking on the door. Uh, maybe Kevin Harvick wins. Maybe Kurt Busch wins. Brad Kay can win at super speedways. I mean, we could have more than 16 guys win. So I wouldn't even say that anyone's locked in the playoffs at this point. Like, at not this even point, close. I think Chase Elliott could win the dirt race. You just you don't know. Ricky Stenhouse could win the dirt race. Well, that's, that's a that's guy. a normal yeah. one. Right. But that's what I'm saying is like you wouldn't expect Chase Elliott to win the dirt race. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I it's just. just I should I should have went with a different guy. I'm just referring just to the parody. You know the parody of everything, and we hadn't even seen the guys we typically see win races. But how far do we go races? before before we we can't call it parody anymore? Because it's like Gillette Young Guns all over again, but it's in real life now. You know, you got all these youngins out here. They're in a new car, and it's just like, this move really aside, is. old dogs. This is like, this is very similar to like 2000 to like 2003. 
where you had Dale Jr., Matt Kenseth, uh, Ryan Newman, these guys that were the Jimmy Johnson and throwing Carl Edwards in 2004, Kurt Busch. It was a dawn of a new era. And we've been waiting on this for a while. We've been waiting on this dawn of a new era of just a bunch of young guys who come in and, and start to take over. It here. My dad was texting me last night, like, I don't think Kyle Busch, saying he thinks he wouldn't be surprised if Kyle Busch never won another race. Dad Dale because of how good Because of how good these kids are, dude. Chase Briscoe was great. Again, I know he kind of fell off at the end, but... How about Alex Bowman finishing second? Yeah, I thought at he had it. Watching that at the end, I just... The My narrative God. the narrative was going to light Twitter on fire. I was ready for it. I was like, he's going to come up and steal this again. And he he would have won. If if AJ doesn't get slammed into him, Bowman had the corner. I mean, he had, he had the wide arc set up in a turn 19. He would have had it. Yeah, my uh, gut dropped, dude, all the way down. Like, I thought I was going to have to run to a bathroom when I saw that happen, when I was, like, running out there to victory lane because, like, just seeing what Chastain did, I really thought Almendinger was going to get him. And then to just see how they were battling, Chastain was just like, not today, motherfucker, and just, like, completely just yell him and yeeted him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. And it so was... that's what I've been missing in NASCAR. I want people yeeting for the win. Yeah. More I mean, yeet wins. Denny Hamlin had an interesting comment because there's debate on, was it all dirty? I don't think so at all because aj moved chastain out the way and chastain moved him back i mean that well, I, tip I, I for tat. here's the thing i also get so mad I, or i don't know i'm getting mad talking about it but i guess i don't really get mad like in the moment uh, or just when i read it i just am kind of like just uh flabbergasted when i see shit like this but when people complain and, and start talking about is it dirty is it dirty is it dirty this is what NASCAR's been for 50 years. Yeah. Dude. They have been beating and banging on all tracks for half a century. And they just, people just constantly bring this narrative about is it dirty? Is it dirty? Like, just like managers just in baseball will it, punch man. umpires. Like, this is a contact sport and it always has been since day one. The biggest contact now, sport. What I was going to say about Denny, he has some interesting comments saying this would have never happened back in 2017. Everybody just runs over everybody now, whether it's for first, whether it's for 10th. He's a driver. Maybe that's true. I don't know. But also, maybe the racing in, in 2017 wasn't as close. It's kind of shitty. I mean, if you think, uh, I think about one of the closest finishes in 18 at Chicagoland, Larson and Bush, and they ran all over each other. A legendary finish. Yeah. So what are we talking about here? Like, these the guys have been running all race. over each other forever. Yeah, the slide job race. Yeah. Chicago twenty eighteen. Slide job. I can't remember <laughs> I can't remember any great finishes like that in seventeen off the top of my head. maybe Martinsville in the fall. I think that was uh Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin running over each other. Like it's just racing in NASCAR. It's stock car racing. It's a contact sport. I'm tired of seeing that shit, man. Like yeah. these guys are racing. It's not like Chastain just or AJ, either one of them just mowed through each other, just bump and run. They want to win. Everybody wants to win, bump and and, and you do what you got to do to get the dub, and that's why we love it. And and it was just so great to see so many new fans that that I know for a fact are new through our you know that have came here through the show through betting, betting other sports, and now betting NASCAR. You guys were excited. And so that's what this sport has needed for a while, and that's what we've got now, and NASCAR is going to the moon and through the stratosphere. And I, I think, I, I hope this sticks with people, who, like some F1 people and some IndyCar people. I mean, I, obviously F1's blowing up. I think IndyCar is trending in the right direction. They trying. But I think the best race car in any premier series 
on road courses is NASCAR. I think NASCAR has the best road racing because you have the element of contact and the element of rubbing. And you don't have that element. You can't have that element in Formula One no, and IndyCar because, because it's deadly. Yeah. So I, I just think that NASCAR provides the best product when it comes to left and right turns. And I don't know. Maybe I, I, You're, that's what I we're, think. We're not biased. Have, we're right. I have always thought that. I have always thought that even when every single year they would just go to Sonoma and Watkins Glen, which was most of my lifetime. Which now we have to go so to. excited. For those two road courses. Now we got six of them, and I think it's fantastic. Yeah, and it's going to be great to see how it continues to move forward, too. I just, I, I'll i say this, like, it was so great to just, like, not have to like, go through rain to watch that whole yeah, thing throughout. No and so now it's like Coda has literally become one of my favorite tracks in NASCAR. We have more road course races, and I'm super excited to see the product at Sonoma. Road America, the, the Roval is going to be nuts. I cannot wait for Road on Roval. Um, you've never been to the Roval. Yeah, no, I, I've, I've never been to a and, Charlotte race before. So oh, my God. Be it is going to be electric, and I cannot wait for it. Um, want to talk a little bit about some of these guys that kind of disappointed uh, us in this race. And, and I guess this kind of can line up. I'm just going to go ahead and start with one guy. Uh, this can kind of line up with what, you know, Dad Dalehart was saying about some of these older guys. Joey Logano seems like he is cursed since he won the Bush Clash in L.A. Yeah, um, he's kind of had some struggles. He's still second in the points, though, if you could believe it. Points, but but the but watching tape, you would never think that. All right, I'll go ahead and tell you right now, early prediction, I think Joey Logano wins at Richmond, like no doubt in my mind. Whatever yeah. he's at, I'd hammer it. Yeah, Joey Logano's going to win at Richmond. Yeah, I mean – that Richmond's one of the guys that are good at Richmond are just always good at Richmond, like Truex and Logano. Uh, I'm Kyle interested Bush to see KFB's odds. Yeah, I mean, for this week, Gibbs, man, you, you want to talk about a topic of guys that disappoint? You talk about Logano and throw Kyle Busch in there, who was who had a top five run and spun out by himself on the final lap and finished 28. Just, um, just didn't care. Truex was never a factor, but hung around and finished seventh. Christopher Bell came back for some from uh, adversity and finished third. He was one of those guys that pitted when Stenhouse had stalled on track, got off sequence with some fresh rubber, and he came up and finished third. Great run for Bell. I mean, they that team really needed that. But you look at Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlin, the struggles for Hamlin continue, and they've just had some gremlins with their race cars and with gremlins. their with uh, just mechanical shit, dude. And not like, post water, pre water. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, beware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I just realized that Austin, that that uh, not Austin Cindric finished right behind Martin Truex Jr., crushing the plus one hundred three bet. That's crazy because terrible. Yeah, Cindric was a factor early, and then he spun. Twice. He went to Spin Town. He he spun twice and came back and finished eighth. I mean that big credit to just how good of a road racer he is. But yeah, for that matchups, you know, for the sake of that matchup, that sucks. Tyler Reddick, another good run, top five. Uh, we talked. I hated little, that he got banged up and caught in the middle of that because when he took the lead, oh you my know, god, we lost our shit. Honestly, though, I really just think he didn't have the car to hold those guys off. He had about a fifth to eighth place car the whole race, and Chastain. At the end of the day, dude, Ross was just not going to be denied. Trackhouse I mean, just he made knew they were going to win. Yeah, like yep. like Suarez started off hot. Look, it's track, right? Um, you know, you can say that a road course is a track. Uh, a house. Um, I think there's a house at Coda. 
I think someone's house is on that property. Maybe so, somewhere. It's so long. There I mean, we it's go. Such a big area. Maybe Borsed's house. We cannot. We're not going to rule it out. No, but the main thing is, is that we all knew they were due, and it just it, it popped off, and it happened. I was super shocked that Eric Jones and Austin Dillon finished in the Man, top ten. I almost. So I actually had talked about Austin Dillon in that racing space. I was like, I actually, which I it was, I think it was regarding him over Brad Keselowski, which was a, a driver prop matchup on most books. And I was like, take Austin Dillon. Shout out. He in twenty twenty one progressed ridiculously on road courses multiple finishes inside the teens like in 11th 12th 14th had a lot of just solid runs like like fringe top 10 runs and i was like i I think even for dfs was like i think he's worth a shot and getting a 10th place finish uh rcr once again two had two good race cars and austin Dillon has definitely improved as a road course racer there's no question about it and it's it sucks. We didn't really talk much about Eric Jones, but I remember sitting early in the week and he was like plus three hundred for a top ten and sixteen hundred for a top five. Dude, he I started really 30th. thought about that. I was like, hmm, their cars have been really good. Like he didn't get the top five, which is what I probably would have bet because over plus a thousand at least. Yeah, that's like a winner of but, the race. You know, I had a feeling about him, and for DFS, I made two lineups, and he was in both of them, but the rest of my lineups sucked. So yeah, he was like. The punt play of the weekend. Just imagine if you would have had Jones, Chastain, and Elliott. That was kind of like the three big dogs. Well, then if you had, I mean, you go down to 12th to 14th, if you had Byron, McDowell, and Keselowski, who I'll give Brad some credit. They had a rough day, and he still came up and finished 14th after all the madness. Uh, Yeah, so Byron started 24th, finished 12th. He was a popular play, though. But McDowell started 27th, finished 13th. And Brad K started 26th, finished 14th. Those are, I mean... Byron, we expected to do better, but look at McDowell and Keselowski. Those are two really solid plays if you play them. For um, sure, for Josh sure. Josh Balicki finished in 22nd, I think is notable uh, starting, after starting 34th. Shout out to me uh, for writing him up. Yeah, I no, that, that's a, that was – I say Eric Jones is the best punt play. Eric Jones is probably a better – described as a mid-tier – mid-lower-tier guy for a road course race, while Balicki would probably be your best yeah. punt player. But Eric Jones, yeah, Balicki would have been. But, yeah, Jones doing what he did was definitely is what got him in that winter. So I don't the chrome horn. He was definitely there. But, yeah, the DFS, and it's funny because we talk about it. I, I talked about it to, to Dale when we were at the track. You know, I was like, man, it's like I didn't get to do my normal style of DFS lines that week. And, you know, I normally I try to play like 20 lines, and we were just so busy. We got up kind of late that morning getting everything ready to go. And, like, I just quickly threw together my lineups using my plays that I had put out. I did only three of them, and I did really well. I, uh, I, I took down a multiplier, finished in the top 50 for one of the big single-entry contests, and, uh, you know, I was satisfied with my DFS day, but what was wild about it was is that I just – that it was almost effortless just just making those lineups. And, and my picks, by the way, on online, if you went to garageguysfantasysports.com, I had Chase Elliott, Ross Chastain, William Byron, and Josh Balicki. So I hope that's you join me. That's a good core. Yeah, that's a pretty good core. Hope you guys join me. And and it seems like, like I said, I, I was literally, I wrote this article at like 2 o'clock in the morning. I, I'm going back to full it me mode, and I'm, I'm laying off a little bit of the, uh, because I seem, I seem to do a lot better when I just let the energy in like normally and not just be so super focused. So I'm just going to start letting the energy flow again, and then that's when my mystical powers will come back. Because I am a wizard. Uh, now that I have the Book of Road, 
the powers are strong, and uh, we're going to convert them to uh, to to circle roads uh, moving forward. Yeah, the so. Book of Road will have to will have to go into secrecy and uh, mm-hmm. captivity under lock and key. We will have to guard it with our lives until Sonoma. We're gonna get the jousters, the 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 knights. Yeah, hire the knights of Coda. Get them to get them to the yeah. knights of Coda. We're literally just remaking Lord of the Rings for <laughs> yeah. NASCAR. The Who's gonna be Gollum? The that's the that's the big question. Who's somebody who cannot win on a road course to save his life? Oh my god! Who's like seeking the book of road? Just I need Bubba. Bubba's pretty well. Yeah, Bubba's pretty bad at road. I courses. mean, Bubba had a tough time. Uh, I, I would. Say, I guess Austin Dillon historically never never really been close yeah maybe maybe uh maybe cory lajoy are a good pal ricky stenhouse they yeah seem... ricky's not the best either yeah and see not, ricky's our good buddy i feel yeah. like it's only right we can't. that we let him touch the book of road <laughs> yeah yeah who and I, and just disclaimer obviously none of these guys look like or resemble Gollum at all no but who would be that character i don't know i don't know i don't know if we could find a driver that could that could be that way think... you, you only have to think about drivers like who are really really struggle at road though, you know? Yeah. Road courses. I don't know. So, I, there's literally I can't think of one driver that would that reminds me of Gollum no. by, in the slightest. I don't. Yeah. Nope. Mm mm. We'll have to figure it out. Uh, but we're we're gonna keep trying. I need to go watch the trilogy now. I need to get. I haven't watched it in a very long time. Oh man. So I'll go I, brush up. Comes on TNT sometimes. I watch. I didn't watch it super long ago. It's just, man, they're so good. They're so good. I love Lord of the Rings. Well, but one last thing that I, I want to say, I guess before we before we cut off our, our recap uh, of Coda, of Coda Road, Texas Road, Coda Road. Um, shout out to the Labonis because we were we were rocking Labani twin gear because when in Texas is what you do. Um, a lot of people were talking about Chase Elliott after this race, and the one thing that I do want to say about Chase, just in his defense, is that man was honest. He came out this week and said, I don't know what the hell is going on. And they're learning like everybody else. And I think that the one thing, this is just my closing thoughts. I think the one thing is, is I love this car. It's because it really is putting the power in the driver's hands. And it's showing, you know, it, it's humbling some of these guys. And, it, and it's it's making other people see things in a different way. And these people that would, everyone would expect Chase Elliott to just win every road course race. And 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 I love the fact that he is very open and doesn't seem super frustrated, um, you know, in those interviews that he did have, other than the radio spot where he was like, can we have a good fucking stop, please? But uh, Yeah, and that hurt him. He he had advanced his way up, and if he had had better track position, he dude was probably moving. could have been a factor. It just shows you, starting from 12th and having those struggles where he fell back and then moving forward – there's a reason that man has been the road king, and so I, I do think that he does get a win on road this season, and I, I still stick to my claim that he gets an oval win as well. Oh yeah, I had no no doubt he gets an oval win in my in my mind. I um, he's just been too consistent. He's leading the points. He's running top ten, top five almost every single week. Like it's you don't just run top five, top ten, and not get a win. So. And you don't usually just get one win either. You get multiple. So yeah. I, I think it's coming. And Tyler's is coming too. Oh, Red yeah. Dog. Tyler's in that same boat, running up front. He's wrecked twice from the lead from issues that were nothing of his doing, out of his control. Same kind of deal. You run up front that much, a win's coming. And I saw him after the race, and he was bummed out. And I was, I mean, I felt bad because, like, congrats, another top five. And he was just like, yeah. You know, yeah, it's like, didn't what have a lot matter? to say. And I was like, that win's coming, man. I re- like you're running up front every time. That win's coming, and he, you know, he was like, hopefully, yeah, hopefully it is. And 
I know he'll be confident heading to Richmond and 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 for the rest of the season. So that they just run too me. well. That reminds me too. Um, not that Tyler Reddit reminds me of this guy, but shout out to the legend Mark Martin. Yeah, we met him this weekend. One of the coolest OGs of NASCAR I've ever met in my life. We talked about his RV game because it is one of the strongest that there ever was. And he literally custom builds his RVs from the ground up. So if you haven't checked out Mark's content over on Instagram, go look at these RVs. He literally builds spaceships for the ground. Yeah, we need. Um, we might need to, one of these days or one of these years, get an upgrade from Mark Martin. I want to yeah. go camp, camping with Mark. Let's, let's do a video. Camping with Mark where we just go to some random campground and we literally build a fire, like the the, the typical fire, and then he just gets really pissed off at us for something. I wonder if, I wonder if what, what his – alcohol choices if he drinks who I knows wonder, i think he'd probably be a light beer guy right yeah i don't I've, know i don't know his was vibe a, was so just like not what i expected i he might be I, he might be a peyote guy who knows I was like honestly like I, I was in shock it's it's tough to not fanboy over 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 people like 100%. that who are like heroes to you and i it's crazy he just popped up and he was standing there and we were just looking at each other and we were like hey mark what I and love was the fact, like it was just crazy. The fact that Super he was nice guy. he was questioning a lot of the stuff that we were saying too. Like yeah. I was like, I was like, dude, you have my favorite paint scheme, and my dad like used to just get so pissed off because you ever forward. He was like, oh, what paint scheme? Yeah, like he yeah. wanted to know, like genuinely. We just talked a about genuine the, guy. Yeah, we talked about the Valvoline jacket because he had he had interacted w with one of my posts back in testing at Daytona when I was yes. wearing the Valvoline jacket uh, from '98. I believe ninety eight or ninety nine, one of those years. But one of the sickest jackets you own. Yeah, too. I'll, I'll wear it. Man, it's just getting hot. I don't know if I, how much more time I have to wear it until the the winter. But yeah. maybe not Texas. Fuck <laughs> no, we're, not, we're definitely not wearing it in Texas. Yeah, we're gonna be shirtless. My we're God. gonna paint things, and it's gonna Texas melt. Texas in June is just gonna be brutal. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, hope to see you guys there. Hope Absolutely. To see you guys there. Someone will win a million dollars, but I'll need a million dollars worth of. Uh, AC coolant and uh, sunscreen. Yeah, we have to make sure this AC works in this bus. Yeah, by so, then I cannot yeah, go through that again. It was an awesome weekend. If you haven't been to Coda, you need to go. It's a it's a super fun event uh, through the whole weekend. All three races were great. Uh, two incredible finishes with the trucks and the Cup race, and it's a good time. It's a good time, and if if you haven't been, you need to go straight up. That's all I can say. There's a lot to do. Austin's a fun city. If you want to hit the night, hit uh hit the town at night, and yeah, camping's fun. Racing is fun. It's a great place. Check Everything it out. Austin, ATX. We love you. Um, but yeah, this has been a race recap with uh with with me, Garage Guy and Dale Tanhart. You know where to follow us online at Garage Guy Chase at Dale Tanhart and make sure to follow at Garage Guys FS. Check out all of our posts each week on garageguysfantasysports.com. And um we will be back for the NASCAR race preview show, the Garage Guys NASCAR race preview show talking about bets for Richmond, the Toyota Owners 400 where probably a Toyota will will not win but maybe win. We have talked about the possibility i think we'll see i think we'll see a toyota rebound for this race prediction okay. i think i think we'll see there should rebound. be enough data now so we would hope so but for for more of that you'll have to wait and stay tuned so just make sure that you rate review and subscribe if you're listening to this podcast on whatever you're listening to this podcast on and uh and we appreciate you guys and we love you garage fam and shout out to the bag and again shout out to ross chastain on that first win 
um, and everyone else that got to see the Book of Road, Zane and AJ, and uh, and all the Garage fam who bagged on Road. We love you. Thank love you, Garage fam.